Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. On the backseat. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour three, right here on my talk. And streaming worldwide in our My Talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn on this May the 4th be with you 2022. Uh, okay. Thank you, Java. I think, that's, I think that means Say what? Ha- happy Star Wars. Okay. Okay. Speaking of solo, uh, Han, how do you think this hour of our show is going to go? I got a bad feeling about this. Come on. Yeah. So oh, do man. we. Yeah. So do we. Yeah. Keep the bar low, guys. <laughs> Princess Leia, anything you want to say to Alexis? Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Oh, wow. Very aggressive Thank for you. Alexis. Very, very I do very need to aggressive. shave my chin. <laughs> A few hairs there, Lex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you Another par- thing when you turn 40, they don't yeah. tell you about. Nope, you get hair on your toes and, yep. uh, well, everywhere else. Your chinny chin chin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You heard part one. Now it's time for part two. Uh, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Part two. I got it. Okay. You have it. Am I the asshat for not wanting to help my mom out financially? Mm. I'm a 22-year-old female currently working part-time and graduating from college in a few months. My mom, 54 expects me to pay her minimum of $500 a month for rent as soon as I get a full-time job. She was a stay-at-home mom until my dad passed away 10 years ago, and ever since, she's received social assistance and only recently started working part-time. Because of our financial situation, never once did I ask for anything. I've been working since I was a teenager, bought everything I have with my own money. Right now, I'm having a lot of anxiety about money because I have a lot of student debt to pay off, around $20,000. I'm also planning on moving out because my mom is extremely strict, and I essentially have zero privacy or freedom. I've missed out on many experiences and opportunities growing up because of her strictness. Obviously, in order to move out, I need to save a lot of money which is why I don't want to help contribute financially at the moment. I feel extremely bad, but I need to leave ASAP, and I can't afford to be paying her $500 a month, especially since I probably won't get a well-paying job immediately after graduating. Am I the asshat? (sighs) There's one other thing that she adds at the end, that her mom does not want her moving out and expects her to financially contribute pretty mm, much her entire sure she life doesn't I don't think the daughter is an asshat I think it is an unfair burden to put on your adult daughter who is just starting her life it's saddling them with pressure that 
they don't need at that point in their life. I, I mean, help. Yes, absolutely. Your mom and your dad did a lot for you growing up. They, you know, but, but where, where does that end? You know what I mean? When, if it's kind of a tit for tat, or if you use that as the parameter of, well, you're, you know, they sacrifice, but, but when is the, when is that debt finally paid off? You know what I mean? Where, where's the end to that? Is that just ever, (laughs) is that ever, everlasting? Um, There has to be some boundaries. So, and you know, I, I'm I'm not speaking. I'm speaking a little bit from experience. My mom has never asked me for anything, um, but you know, the last few years, uh, it, it's it's you know. Anyway, Lex. <laughs> so not the ass hat is what you're saying. Y N T A. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't think she's the ass hat, but it is a very um, sad position that mom has put her in, uh, and hopefully that this part-time job that she gets will help cover her expenses. The daughter does live with her. And at what point do you start charging your adult child for rent, even though she's still in college? That's kind of a gray area as well. Um, But the pressure you can just, just as in her writing, of course she's expressing that, but also that she's a very strict mom too, and she doesn't have privacy. So, you know, that's also part of living there, too. But you also don't want your mom out on the streets. So I, we can definitely sympathize with the posi- position that she's in and at some point maybe help out, but not not ongoing. No. Uh, and also the but whole also thing. Culturally, it could be another thing, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, even teenagers need privacy. And, you know, you're getting into college. I don't have a problem. I will say this. You know, the the aspect of it as far as she's in college and I think once you're done with college and you are, you have a job, you have a career. And if you're still living with mom and dad, I want to be clear. I think there's nothing wrong with you paying your own way and paying rent and paying your own phone bill and your own car insurance. I want to be very clear on that. Um, But you know, you're fresh out of college. You can barely, Make ends meet for you, mm-hmm. you know, let alone helping your parents. The reason I was stumbly bumbly over my thought is, is because, you know, I'm in my 40s. So I, you know, I'm well, you can't uh, help more established. I am in a, a position where I can help yes. gr- and gladly assist. Um, I was just trying to think of put myself back into 19, 20, 21 year old self well maybe mm. also just staying with your mom at the point because you're going to be paying rent more than five hundred dollars yep out there if you're i mean i guess if you have a lot of roommates and stuff too but anyway don what's you oh you are not the asset ynta she this mother wants her to stay there so she can control her and not have to work as hard if you notice she's not disabled uh, 10 years her husband's been passed away and she just recently started working but before she was on social assistance. So she wants you there so that she doesn't have to, that she can just continue to work part-time. Yeah. So this girl who's 22, she just wants to start her life. She is almost done with college. Come on. She wants to save money to move out. And her mom is sounds like she wants to control everything she does and also wants to make a little money off of her as well. So uh, the asshat here is the mother. And I think she is not the asset. 
Let me read some tweets as uh, we go to the phone lines. Um, Megan writes, hi, Megan. Not high at all if it includes rent, utilities, and food. She said it was after she got a full-time job, after getting a college degree. She can 100% afford that until she moves out. Mm. So Megan siding with the mom a little bit on that one. Shannon writes, hi, Shannon. As a parent, the idea that children owe their parents for birthing and raising is asinine. Children do not ask to be born. Now, adult children who are living at home through college might be a different scenario. But then the child has to be treated like an adult. Uh, Shannon, uh, bada boom, I, I agree with every word of what you said. Amanda writes, hi, Amanda. Um, I don't expect my kids to ever pay me back. They owe me nothing financially. And finally, Michelle, both people are asshats. $500 is high for rent living at her mom's house, but she should contribute if she's living uh-huh. there. So uh, let's go to the phone lines. Dawn's fielding them right now. Dawn McClain, who do we have first, my friend? We have Dawn. She's on the phone with us right now. I didn't turn my own mic on. There you go. Hi, Dawn. Welcome to the show. What do you think? So I was a mom at 19, finished college with a couple kids and married, and then I have had adult children move in. And the rule was after you graduate from college, you had six months to live debt-free, and then you were going to start paying, you know, a piece of the rent, and that encouraged all of them to move out. Yay, Dawn. So <laughs> the other thing though to say is that I want to make sure to, to, to say that, you know, the, the younger person in this situation, she can find a different job part-time. There are things out there that pay a lot more than she's making, non-traditional things. So look for a better paying part-time job so she doesn't have to, you know, feel like the stress of, of having not the, the money to pay the bills that she's going to have. Mm. Take some ownership of what you can control. Got it. Yes. Dawn, thank you. Great points. Dawn McLean, who do we have next? We have Mike. Hi, Mike. Tell us what you think. Hi. Hi. I just Hi. wanted to say that um, once a parent starts charging the child rent, the child, the child becomes a tenant. So there are tenant rights to uh, living in that situation. Oh, to privacy? Privacy, um, all kinds of things, yeah. Oh. Ah, yeah. Good. So, do you think uh, is she huh. the asshat or not the asshat? Um, I don't think she's the asshat, um, but in the same sense, I, I have uh, adult children, and we didn't charge them rent when they became, you know, working in the in the in their careers. We actually just charged them a small fee for groceries and stuff because, like I mm. said, you become you become a tenant once you start <laughs> charging rent. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, my friend. Have a good day, Mike. Who's mm-hmm. next on? Uh, we have Jonathan. Hi, right. Jonathan. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning, Jason. Good morning, Alexis. Good morning. Good morning. Well, the first asset? off, I'm, I'm giving you a compliment, Jason. This show is the best show you put on in years with the forces with you. Thank, um, you. thank you. Thank you. I'm giving you thank a compliment. You. See? I, I okay, you. Um, let's get into it. the thank topic. You. Okay. Uh, is yes, she the <laughs> The mother is the asshat here because she really needs to get her stuff together. And the girl needs to pick her stuff up, move into another house, and let her mother sink or swim. Thank you, Jonathan. Okay. Concise Thank you, Jonathan. as always. Thank you. Let's let's give Katie the last word. Hi, Hi Katie. Katie. Hi. Hi. Um, 
I was actually on the same lines as Mike. The second she starts paying rent, that means that the house is then hers and she gets to live by her rules as well. So she's entitled to privacy and to do what she wants and mom can no longer control her. Yeah. Um, Katie, is there, um, there's a child screaming in the background. Is that Baby Yoda? uh, Yes. Is that, is that (laughs) Grogu or what's happening there? That's, that's my Baby Yoda. Thank you, Katie. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Katie. I didn't even think about the yeah. the uh, charging rent. Yeah. The minute that you do that, you're, you're a tenant. tenant, and then therefore you have rights as a tenant. Mm-hmm, that you don't have to watch Blue Bloods every Friday night. You can watch <laughs> something else. Right. You can go out and do things. She doesn't have any privacy or freedom, she says. She's missed out on so many experiences yeah. and opportunities growing up. That's a- she wants to get out of there. God, there, you, you, yeah. you you could do countless shows. It's so Phew. complicated. The dynamics, financial, uh, uh, mental, uh, between adult children and adult parents. It's yeah. so it's so complicated. Believe yeah, me. And I've gone through it. Yeah. So I have a s- strong opinion. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I have it as the yeah, I have a strong opinion now that yeah. Eight eighteen. We're gonna take a break, everybody. When we come back, the dirt alert. Stay with us. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews from my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. I said five-star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website website hughes-dental.com while you're on our website check out the free video consult be sure to let them know that Jay- another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
and told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, it is time to get caught up with the big pop culture and entertainment stories of the day, and Dawn is prepared to do just that. No, oh, I've been waiting to talk about this. I'm so excited to talk about it and see what you think. So Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, the whole trial is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he is suing her for defamation and she's suing him back for twice as much. Uh, now, in their divorce settlement, she said she was going to donate her seven million dollar settlement to charity by splitting it evenly between the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, and the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Johnny Depp's attorneys have been trying to show that she has not followed through on her vow. Nope. In a video de- deposition from the ACLU's general counsel, uh, Terrence Darty was in court last week, and he said that the organization has so far received $1.3 million from her. Okay, now what makes it even more interesting, Johnny Depp just, he just put in 100000 said, I'll just give it directly to you and not go through Amber. Um, then some more payments came through. A Vanguard donor advised fund, a DAF, anonymously donated 500000 to the ACLU. Um, and uh, that was in June 2017. That was Elon Musk. And then in December of 2018, a Fidelity um, fund anonymously contributed 350,000 on her behalf. Okay, huh. was so that him again? Elon, yes, <laughs> Elon Musk has been was paying because she was dating him at the time. She wasn't using her settlement money. Elon Musk was paying. Under an undisclosed account that was like, let's get around this and just say that this is an anonymous Ew. donation. He has given them at least a million dollars. Um, so I'm just like, bravo, Johnny Depp's team. Mm-hmm. Because that is some juicy, juicy stuff there. That she was dating him at the time. He was like, here, let me just, okay, you you need to pay this bill. Let me pay it for you. Why? While she keeps the money. Yeah, has she mentioned at all why? Well, she didn't. It doesn't do it right away. Uh, no, but Just, you know, after that, they broke up. Yeah, a few months later. Here's my prediction: uh, unless there is a huge bombshell, and I let me acknowledge that we're not done with the trial yet. That. Amber Heard's yeah, side. This could, is her side. Yeah, they're just this starting. Is, they're just starting. And something revelatory could be unveiled. They could have Johnny, they could have security video of Johnny doing something heinous to back up her accusations. Yeah. Bar, barring any of that, this is what's going to, this is, this is how I see this playing out. Johnny is going to come out of this because perception is going to become reality, especially in Hollywood. And Johnny is going to come out looking way better than Amber. And in about a year or two, Johnny is going to clean up 
and some director is going to put him in a big project and we're going to have a Johnny Depp comeback because I think the public will accept him because the perception is the trial has been a disaster. And I'm not saying this is fact. I'm just saying the perception, if you look at the headlines that have been written about this, Mm. they are all very very pro depth. There's been a few writers that don't like Johnny and, and, and argue with some good points that Johnny hasn't come out looking great either. But overall, he's going to come out looking better. There will be forgiveness. America loves a comeback story. And I do not think his career is over. Mm. I actually think he'll be back in about a year or two. Well, is hers over? Yep. Mm. And she, I guess she's had cited financial difficulties. Yep. That's why she didn't make the donations. Yep. Mm, okay, well, she said she was going to. So exactly. She acted like, I'm just doing this because I want to give to charity. And then she mm. was like, wait a minute, I need some money. Yeah. So I'm going to dip into this fund that I promised to other people. Yeah. And mm. I'm going to have my boyfriend try to bail me out. That is Which, a kind of a strike was, against her credibility, isn't it? it? It totally is. And, you know, she was rumored to have an affair with him. He was seen in the elevator going up to her penthouse many times, as well as James Franco. So... Maybe Oof. they were playing chess. Okay. <laughs> or a battleship. She was, uh, he was teaching her about um, uh, space rockets. Yeah. And he's like, this is my yeah. rocket. Yeah. And I'm going to buy Twitter. To, yeah. And here's, so, here's what I'm going to do with Twitter. Yeah. Okay, now you have two stories. we got to go. But on the other side, Dawn, I see that you have two stories that I'm oh. very interested. I think the audience. Big growth for Paramount Plus, which mm-hmm. shocks me. And some trouble for Ansel Elgort. Yes. Can we talk about both of those? Yes, we can. Okay, because I'm, oof. I saw that one story. I'm like, whoop. Plus, Alexis is going to tell you why Sliced Alone could be coming to a TV near you. That and more on the other side of our break right now, though. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Lex in the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. Back after this. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology. And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N.edu or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. Go ahead, tell me a Star Wars joke. Okay, how does a wicket get around Endor? Ewoks. Ha 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 ha. I don't know. Where did Luke get his bionic hand? At the second hand store. <laughs> I give up. Which computer program do Jedi use to open PDF files? Adobe. One. Kenobi. Thanks, R. And may the fourth be with you, too. That's right. May the fourth be with you. It is Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. Happy Star Wars Day. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Don't forget, Disney gave us a cel- uh, a f- fourth 
fourth present, and that is the trailer, the full trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's available on the um, the Star Wars sites. Uh, I retweeted it, too, and it uh, looks real good. Real, real good. Uh, right now, though, more stories. Um, Don, you put on there, I, I right before I went to bed, I just saw the headline, and I didn't mm. click on it. Ansel Elgort. Um kind of uh, oh. getting some blowback for being at the Met Gala. Well, yeah, because uh, one of the stars of Shameless, Alexis, um, you love that show. Yes. Emma Kenny, she called him out um, because he did have allegations against him. Uh, he was accused of sexually assaulting a 17-year-old girl. Okay, and so she saw him at the Met Gala. She had a uh, just a double sting here. She said, who's Ansel... Elgort wearing to the Met, Alexander Wang. So she tweeted that as he hit the red carpet. Now, um, this was in June of 2020. Uh, These alleged things happened that he sexually assaulted this girl in 2014 when she was 17 and he was 20. He denied the allegation, but he said that this woman insisted that their relationship was um, you know, not consensual, and he says it was legally and entirely consensual. So it's a he said, she said thing. Well, Emma Kenny isn't going to shy away from talking about it. Um, and then, uh, because she mentioned Alexander Wang, mm-hmm. now that's due to allegations that he, the fashion designer, groped and drugged and sexually assaulted multiple people. So it's like she's just saying, calling out. Both of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Um, it really is. You know, I don't even remember this story. That's what's so sad about this. Because there's so many Because of there them. are so many. Yeah, I, yeah. I forgot Seriously. about it. And I'm like, yeah, good. Let's bring this up. Because that poor girl who these things could have happened to, he just gets to go on with his career. And it's just, he said it was consensual and then moved on. And nothing has happened. His career, you know, has been fine. And... She's an advocate. She was a big advocate during the Me Too movement and continues to be, um, you know, Alexander Wang. Yes, has uh, said that um, it it wasn't easy for these people to share their stories. And I regret acting in a way that caused them pain. I will do better. Mm. That's what he Mm. said last March. So that's it. Mm. So she's um, bringing this to light again. Should he not have shown up? I, he, I, what's he doing? Is he just thinking because it, he just kind of blew it off that yeah, it's okay? He said, well, hey, this was consensual. So, And he's been saying that from the beginning, and that's why, you know, he, mm. West Side Story, he mm-hmm. went to the premiere. He, But, yeah. you know, with West Side Story, it was real unfortunate. Forget, forget him for a second. I really felt... Um, for his female, for the ladies of that movie, mm. because they kind of had to answer for him. And what an awful, what an unfair and oh, awful position right. for yeah. even what like Rita Morano. Is he a good guy? Yeah. And I just thought, A, you know, as the entertainment journalists, I, I, I don't think they should have been, those journalists should have put those actors in that position. They, they are not, they shouldn't, be expected to speak for him, especially on such a weighty topic. Yeah. I think it was a real, I a have trap. no problem. Yes, I have no problem 
criticizing our our own industry that it's just a really crappy position to put those ladies in um, well, especially they, it wasn't ongoing or happening at while they were taping i mean maybe that no. might be a little bit more relevant but this was years before yes. they even met him yes and it kind of forces them to say he's great i liked yeah, working with him and so it goes oh so he is a good guy you know or, it's just oh mm. yes or yeah, it's a no. The the bad thing about it is it's a no win situation for those actors, because if they say anything that can be um, uh, construed as positive, then the people against Ansel will criticize them. Yeah. If they if they say they believe the victim, then they you know uh, you know what I mean. It's yeah, an, they're it's, just trying to promote West Side Story. Yes, they have a job to do. They have a job they were hired to do that has nothing to do with Ansel. Mm-hmm. Well, I think and Rachel ma- at the time was nineteen, right? Oh, also, yeah. the the actor in West Side Story with him. Yeah, yes. and they were asking her those questions. Yeah, it's just um, it's just a part because I. This recirculated during the West Side Story premiere, mm. junket, press movement. Um, everybody was being asked about him. And I really, I didn't know how I felt about that. I was like, ah, oh, this is not, that's not fair. Ask about the damn movie. Yeah. You can ask other stuff. But to ask Rachel Zegler, you know, her, this is her moment. You know what I mean? It's her yeah. big, she, she's in a freaking Steven Spielberg movie. Right. And, and you're asking her about a, very, very personal incident that had nothing to do with her. Not cool. Not fair. Not it's a no cool. win. Yeah. Um, okay. The other story that uh. tempted uh, uh, melted my butter here, because mm-hmm. I do love this service. Paramount Plus, is there good news for them? Oh, yes. They um, added 6.8 million subscriptions oh. just in quarter one. And their CEO... Uh, he said that yesterday they had their company report and the results uh, out there in the public. Boy, he is very confident about the, the streaming system. Um, and, you know, he has this, a statement that's very like, we're confident, we're great, all of those things. And then I noticed that back in uh, 2021, in December, uh, NASDAQ was saying that Paramount Plus was the fastest growing brand for 2021. Wow. So even last December... So they jumped uh, 14.2 points um, last December. So a lot of properties will be going from Netflix to Paramount Plus, too, right? Contracts are ending. Oh, yes. And they're saying, hey, come back home to to daddy. That's right. Yes. So it's good news for them. Look, it's not my favorite, but I will tell you there's a few properties on there that I that I go back to. I I will tell you um, in today's the day I am obsessed with real world homecoming new orleans Mm -hmm. um that drops on wednesdays i i I come for that the new star trek show strange new worlds uh i'm gonna be all i'm gonna be all about that i love the good fight when that finally returns um rupaul there's a couple properties yellowstone geez (laughs) yeah 841 is the time. <laughs> gonna... Sylvester Stallone might also bring you to Paramount Plus because his new show will be there as well. Right. And Alexis will have details on that with Rocky. She has Rocky news, kind of, when we come back. I have a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh, I have a bad feeling about this. I have a very bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. 
Welcome back, everybody. Happy Star Wars Day. It's May the 4th. Be with you right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. We've had fun celebrating it uh, uh, all morning. Uh, 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 What's wrong with me today? Uh, All morning long. And uh, yeah, go look at that Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. There might be some other surprises that Star Wars World will give us a little bit later today. I hope so. Yes, hopefully some cool merch. Oh, yes. I can't. That's one of the reasons I... (laughs) I really did kind of get a tear in my eye yesterday um, thinking about going back to Disney in a couple weeks for the um, preview of the new roller coaster at Epcot. But really, I'm excited because of the merch, Lex. Yes! Um, I haven't been there in several months, so they always rotate in new merch. And I, oof, with Obi-Wan Kenobi, girl. It's going to be great. New t-shirts. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a Jedi robe stuff. this time. Oh. I'm gonna get some Grogu. Yes. So uh. <laughs> anyway, very very excited. They had very little Grogu when we went. Remember? Very little. Very little. It was like just my phone case the first <laughs> time. Yep. Very little. Yeah. Oh my gosh! One of Angel's shining moments. You know, in Target, <laughs> there's the toy section, but yeah. then there's also kind of the section with the um the Funko Pops and yeah. Oh know, yeah, of course. By the electronics. Well, I guess they were strolling through that part of Target, and Zen, my two-year-old, sitting in the cart, looks up, sees Grogu, one of the pop figures, and says, Grogu. Forget saying mama or papa. Yeah, forget that. It just (laughs) broke his heart, but then the coolest part, which he didn't say this part out loud, but I, you know, read in between the lines, there was another guy in the aisle. And he he heard it oh. and kind of smiled and giggled and he was like, yeah, that's my kid. Oh, that's right. He's thinking. calling him by his real name. He's calling him yes. Grogu. Yeah, Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> Not even Baby Yoda. He's no. saying the official name. Yes. I love oh. that. I love it. Good stuff. Okay. Um, from one big franchise to uh, another, yes. we're talking uh, Sylvester Stallone, but this isn't really Rocky, but he's <laughs> no. coming. He's coming to TV. He is. He's making his TV debut. He's always busy, whether he's producing or writing or starring in, but he's never done TV. And there's a TV show called Tulsa King coming to Paramount Plus. There, Paramount Plus, Lex. There it is again. Yep. His character is the general. He's a New York mafia guy. He spent 25 years in prison. He's just been released to Tulsa, Oklahoma. He realizes that his mob family might not be best for him, so he slowly builds his own crew. Okay. Okay. Kind of in. I kind of want to see this just to see how it goes. Now, this might not be up your boat at all, Jason, (laughs) Uh, for a few reasons, um, because one of the creators also created Yellowstone, which I know you tried one episode and really hated it. Nope. Oh, more than one. Let let me let me politely correct you. That's right. I'm sorry. I I did. No, no. I did the Alexis Thompson uh, threefer. You did the three try. Yeah. Sorry about that. You're right, Jace. And Mm -hmm. still hated it. Still hated it, my love. Uh, Now, the other thing for for fans of The Sopranos, The Wire, and Empire, uh, Boardwalk Empire, the creators of those series have come together and joined Sylvester to create create the show as well. So there seem to be some good players here. Um, And so maybe some... That might... Look, bring it to the yard. It's a different uh, story, of course. Yeah. Right, but still, I loved Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Did you Look, say The Wire did. also? The Wire, yes. Oh, oh my they know God. what they're doing. They <laughs> and know the what Sopranos. they're doing. Oh! I know. 
Dawn and I'm just curious laid an egg. She got so excited. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> I, I mean, those are three amazing shows. Oh. Great storytellers. Oh. Yeah. Well, look, I got to tell you, Sly, TV, I, I was thinking about this, and I don't know. We've said a version of this before. When I, On Monday, when I came back and I told you, too, that I watched the entire internet, I watched <laughs> like eight million shows. This is just a broad statement, and I think you two will agree with me. TV is producing better stuff Mm -hmm. than feature films. Yeah. I know that seems like, duh. Yeah. But I really got thinking, I'm like, gone are the days. I really think we are going to be, we're in a period now where, and Ben Affleck said, Lex, I know you heard this interview too with Stern. And I keep thinking about this quote that Ben Affleck said to Howard Stern, and it is so coming true, and I think he's absolutely right. Gone are the days that movies like Ordinary People, Kramer versus Kramer, these um, these dramas, these uh, character driven dramas, gone are the days that we're going to see them with big releases on the big screen. We are going to see those types of stories done brilliantly, done with no lack, no, no, um, uh no less quality than than a feature film. We're going to see all of those stories told brilliantly now, not on the big screen, but on the little screen. Yep, streaming. Yep. Don't you think so? Yes, he's absolutely right about it. The other thing that he said, I think he's also spot on, was that it's the big blockbuster movies, the Marvel, uh, DC movies, action films, sequels, those type of things really establish big, big films. And also children's films will still be in the theater because, you know, Mommy and Poppy need a break sometimes. And if you yes. can put some popcorn in front of your child and maybe enjoy some jokes that go over their head, you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or and teenage things that appeal because teenagers still need a place to go on dates. Yes. You know what I mean? True. They still it is so, you know, malls have gone away. But movies kid, look at Heartstopper. You know, kids still I mean, the teens like to go to a movie. And I, when he said that, I was in the car and I went, wow, Ben, that you are absolutely when he made the reference of. Even movies like Steel Magnolias and these, you know, out of Africa and all of these character-based, um, non-special effects laden movies, we're now going to only see them on streaming because TV is they are at. producing such quality work. Look who they're look who they're attracting. They're attracting movie stars who wouldn't have touched television ten years ago, and it all started with House of Cards. Yes, Kevin. Did. Look, oh, I know. That's so true. Look. Kevin Spacey, Merv Perv, we we don't have to like him, but you got to give that show credit when they write the the history of entertainment in this era. There's a bookmark. What's the turning point? Yep, it really there's was. a there's a bookmark right there with Netflix and House of Cards because a streaming service got Kevin freaking Spacey and Robin Wright, um. And, huge, huge. And, and a huge Superstars. budget. Yep. They basically got a TV show that looked and felt like a movie. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have that. The networks weren't doing that and still aren't doing that. Um, they were the first and the only for a long time. A long time. I, I just remember yeah. we, we waited and waited for the new season of House of Cards. And now, luckily... You know, there's lots of things to look forward to. Well, so. and now Netflix is really looking girl like they're not doing so great. I know. Paramount Plus and- has a lot of 
uh, also going back to them really quick. Yeah. When I watch RuPaul's Drag Race and I have to sit through, you know, all of those commercials or whatever I'm watching on that streaming service, um, nine out of ten of them are for new shows on Paramount+. Plus. Yep. Like, honestly, there are a few local commu- commercials. And yep. then it's Like all, The Offer. Yeah, yeah. People are loving that. Laura and Julia love that. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. May the force be with you. May the fourth be with you. The fourth. Have a great day, everyone. We love you so much. Tomorrow's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, Laura. She said it. She said it.